ready for this. So push, push through. Hello, and welcome to Doc to Me. My name is Heather. And I'm Kathleen. And this week we are going on a journey with the hunt for the skinwalker. This is a 2018 film written and directed by Jeremy Kenyon Locker Corbell. Long ass name. The tagline for this is Hunt for the Skinwalker is a documentary about the most intensive scientific study of a UFO and paranormal hotspot in human history. It's and, a really long tagline. <laughs> and Robbie Williams shows up. We'll and get to it. This film is bad. <laughs> like, I didn't end up with a lot of notes because it's just, there's so much that doesn't happen. It's <laughs> a lot of, like, not happening. A lot of talking about stuff that happened, but no, yeah. no evidence or footage of that. Uh, it had no reason for being two hours long. It was <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I'm like at least halfway done. Nope, I'm only 30 minutes into it. It's <laughs> so <laughs> boring and slow that I forgot I had already seen this. So I apologize. It is a really bad one. <laughs> but first, I want to get into our director because he clearly wrote his own IMDb page. <laughs> It's long and unnecessary. Jeremy Kenyon Lockyer Corbell is an accidental artist. He is best known for his immersive mixed media art exhibitions that combine fine art, fashion, and film. A warrior who trained jujitsu for the majority of his life. <laughs> teaching seminars around the world. The transition from warrior to filmmaker began when he acquired a near-fatal respiratory disease that changed his life. No longer able to train martial arts, Corbell found strength in art. The recovery experience launched his new life as a filmmaker. This sounds like a documentary. Corbell was born <laughs> in Los Angeles, the son of an immigrant father who founded an importing business and a native Angelino mother, the daughter of a watchmaker. The middle of three boys, Corbell began the study of jujitsu at the early age of nine. His full birth name was Jeremy Kenyon Lockyer Corbell. His second middle name, Lockyer, was given him to honor his great-uncle Edward Thomas Lockyer. Edward was a bare-knuckle prize fighter and a grocer's assistant. I don't want to ask how that happened. <laughs> Who was traveling to America from London in April of 1912. Does that date sound familiar? Yes. He was a third-class passenger on the Titanic and died in the sinking. His Oof. body was buried at sea, body number 153. <sighs> After graduating high school from Dude, Harvard... Dude, this is like Wesley a whole ass autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> Harvard-Westlake School in 1995, Corbell attended University of California in Santa Cruz and graduated with the degree... Want to guess? Business. Quantum Studies. Oh! <laughs> That, that, that fits. <laughs> a black belt in jiu-jitsu, Corbell taught jiu-jitsu and yoga at the University of California, Santa Cruz for many years. During this time, he developed his trademark styles of martial and healing arts, quantum jiu-jitsu, and warrior yoga. He has appeared in Black Belt Magazine, Yoga Journal, and other international magazines highlighting his approach to yoga and jiu-jitsu. <laughs> He's also written books. He's, uh, oh, because of his martial arts ex 
expertise in high-flying demonstration shot style, Corbell has been sought out to consult on a number of films such as I Am Number 4 and Bunraku. He's also consulted for video games. I feel it really gives an explanation to this guy. He's just... That's a lot of information that yes. nobody asked for. Yeah. Like, he obviously wrote this himself. <laughs> it's not a biography. <laughs> Who would know all of this? But I just like that he's not able to train in martial arts anymore, but yet he's still teaching and known for his high-flying expertise or something. <laughs> He's, he's quite a character. He might need to uh, do a documentary on himself, apparently. So this starts off by saying Skinwalker Ranch is the most studied paranormal hotspot in history. I haven't heard much yeah, about I it. Yeah, I don't think that's accurate at all. A um, joint endeavor was... Bermuda Triangle, <laughs> like, just... I can think else. of anything else. Yeah. A joint endeavor was initiated between private industry and the Department of Defense... Okay. Scientists and the Defense Intelligence Agency coordinated to study the wide range of bizarre encounters. One of the program's aims was to assess if the phenomenon indicated a national defense threat with never-before-seen footage. This is a true story 20 years in the making. This story can now be told. <laughs> dun, dun. <laughs> be told. They go through all of this just in the beginning none of it's really answered no it's just a bunch of like interviews yeah <laughs> it's literally all just a bunch and dead cows a lot of dead cows so many dead cows december 11 2017 george knapp an investigative reporter with the local cbs news thinks it's going to be really big five days later the new york Times breaks the story and what is this mind-blowing information that we people can no way handle the Pentagon spent $22 million on UFO research over five years. Okay. <laughs> Makes sense. I mean, $22 million doesn't seem that bad for the military. And it's over five years. Like, that's not that bad. Yeah. It's just, I mean, on par. Yeah. It really, yeah, it seems really small and breaking news the u.s department of defense has an active ufo identification program no shit if we have stuff flying over in our airspace of course they're gonna look into that and spend money i think that people tend to forget that ufo is not always like some kind of extraterrestrial yeah extraterrestrial it's like you know any unidentified object in the sky so it could be someone else's government just you know hanging out yeah they make it seem like it's something that it's not it's aliens no it's just something that we don't fucking know our government doesn't tell us everything if they're working on something no absolutely just a lot of bullshit yeah they're completely blowing it out of the port proportion the government doesn't give two shits about aliens they're just looking to figure out if it's russia up to hijinks again for all we know, it's our own government doing this, running tests. They're yeah. not going to tell us that. But yeah, spending $22 million to figure out if another country is trying to invade us. Absolutely. It's not a big deal. Uh, so we're only five minutes into this thing, and I'm, we're already blasting this. <laughs> like, it's sad. It was 
And there's so much talking. Long. It was so much. Well, talking. it was it was all interviews. It was like you know, fil- like footage of interviews and interviews and just secondhand accounts. Walking around the farm. Walking around, and then drone shots of just desert. Yeah. I know what a desert looks like. It's pretty desolate. Also, be warned. There's lots of video footage of someone just poking mutilated dead cows. Uh, George Knapp was originally going to make his own documentary about all this, but ended up just passing it on to this guy. Because he probably realized it was a failure. It felt like 70% of the research was done, and he was just like, ah, you take care of it. Yeah, he's like... Because it was even like his own interviews and information, and God, the way he loved to describe stuff. He would go on like a five minute thing about the beauty of the desert. It's a desert. We know what a desert looks like. Yeah, it looked like it was hot and gross. (laughs) But George wrote the book, Hunt for the Skinwalker, and he's frequently a host on Coast to Coast AM. So this dude's legit when it comes to like aliens and paranormal. I don't know why we're even calling it a skinwalker. Like there's so much going on at this ranch. Like why? I, I don't know. They keep talking about this being rare footage that's banned from the public, and it's literally just tapes of dead cows, dead animals. (laughs) You can find that shit on YouTube. Not that extreme. Can you imagine if this dude kept everything in storage and then did pay for it, and someone bought the storage and just found all these tapes of dead cows? Being poked with knives. That would fuck up your day. They take way too long to even get into what a skinwalker is, which, you know, is what the ranch is named after. You yeah. think that would be the top thing. Yeah, like, why are we calling it Skinwalker Ranch? And then even then, they go into this huge explanation about it. So, here you go. In Navajo culture, a skinwalker is a type of harmful witch who has the ability to turn into, possess, or disguise themselves as an animal. Animals associated with witchcraft usually include tricksters, such as coyotes, and they love to use trickster in this documentary. (laughs) If you had a shot for every time they said trickster, you'd be dead. However, it may include other animals or other creatures, usually those associated with death or bad omens. They might also possess living animals or people and walk around in their bodies. Skinwalkers, they may be male or female. So, I mean, there's... So, basically anything. Yes. (laughs) Like, literally anything. Everything out in the desert is trying to kill you. So, this ranch is near Native American land, and therefore, it's a freeway for skinwalkers. Oh, and it's definitely white dudes discussing the Native American beliefs in this documentary. Yeah, I don't know (laughs) that I saw a single Native American person. Like, people they talk to later on about what they've seen, but not... Yeah. like, Like, hey, tell us what this is. What are your beliefs? Yeah, investigate with us. Robert Bigelow is featured in this heavily. Who is he, you may ask? He owns the hotel chain Budget Suites of America and is the founder of Bigelow Aerospace. (laughs) He made his money in real estate and then used that money to funnel into space research. His big plan, which I don't think they mention, was to launch an inflatable hotel into space and charge $5 million for a three-day stay. That sounds... He wasn't into this to like look into research. It was like, how can I make more money? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see that happening. So during this, he owned the ranch during the time of the documentary. 
This one guy tells a weird story about the previous owners hitting a wolf who was attacking one of their cows with a stick and then shooting at it and it having no effect. Could it have been because the wolf was so hungry that all it could focus on was the cow? Yeah, like, or maybe he wasn't even hitting hit it. it. Yeah, did he even hit it? That was my biggest concern. Like, it's no supernatural thing. Did you even hit the damn thing? Yeah, or maybe it was like rabid and it didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. He says that in one sentence the bullet should have taken this wolf down and then later says the wolf was three times the size of a normal one. So Which is you, it? How do you know the gun would have even taken this thing down? When he describes the size of it, he has his hand up like to his shoulder height. So I don't know how <laughs> you would have been terrified by this thing. They were talking about how it was coming up to him and he was petting it on the head. Yeah, that's... It seems a little big. And then later on, they found some skin from the wolf that was already decaying. It's like 100 fucking degrees. Yeah, you're in a hot Utah sun in the desert. Like, <laughs> doesn't mention how long it took from... I'm alive, and if I step outside in Texas, I'm decaying. Yeah. Like, they talked about how they were, like, following the wolf, tracking it, and then came back, and it was decayed. I'm like, well, then what is that time frame? Yeah. Was it, like, an hour? Was it two hours? A day? Oh, and we find out they said it was a dire wolf, which that sounds legit. Except dire wolves haven't existed in 9,500 years. <laughs> and they're not much bigger than a gray wolf. That's just, you know, let's not focus <laughs> on that. They talk about one of the previous owners named Tom Gorman, who I immediately was like the baseball player. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think they were using like fake names for some of these people. <laughs> like, that's who you're going to pick. Like, I feel like we could just Google this. And also, can we just do like John Doe or something like that's a very yeah. specific fake name. He had three to four foot holes dug out of one of the fields and they don't know who did it. After they've already talked about like other people just digging around for fun. Yeah. Stir up stuff. I want to believe watching this, but. They give you nothing to believe. No. They're really, like, absolutely nothing. There's nothing. Because, like, I mean, sure, I'll buy that, like, you know, there's something out there. Do I think that it's, like, coming to this Utah ranch and fucking with people? <laughs> no. And also, is it an alien? Is it paranormal like a spirit like what is it supposed to be because it seems like it's a lot of different things yeah happening. nobody could agree on anything yeah they're like oh it does this but it also it does this and it never repeats itself i don't understand like, it seemed to repeat itself with the cows a lot well and then they talked about the skinwalker stuff at the beginning and i don't remember them ever talking about it again it was like they would go from one thing to another but not really yeah narrow it, just, it, it was a lot of different like, they couldn't decide what it was. Yeah. And then we get to the shit that I'm down for, which was seeing figures outside of the house, the sounds of feet, and door slamming. They said they would see faces come up to the window. I can get behind that. You're in the middle of nowhere. That's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Well, and also, I like that they kept emphasizing the point that, like, there was only one entrance to the ranch. And it's like, bro, it's a fucking ranch. It's, like, it's a massive plot of land. People can climb fences. Yeah, they should. People can just fences. like go over like, like not... the like the mountains or whatever. Like people could just walk in. They don't have to like come through your front gate. Yeah, it was like the gates you normally see on a farm. It's not like eight foot tall. 
pure cement. What do you think was cattle rustling? They weren't just like going through your front door and stealing your cattle. Do I believe this place is haunted? Absolutely. We get into real fun stuff. There's shit disappearing, and when the owners would go buy new stuff, the old stuff would reappear. I thought that was fun. I mean, that happens to me all the time. <laughs> That's just called getting older. It's just funny. They would put groceries away and would come back, and they'd all be back in the bags. That would piss me off. Uh, and there was one, he said his dog was super aggressive, and he put a collar on the dog. And, and the he... collar disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the dog slipped out of the collar, like some dogs are known to do. But then he went and bought a new one. He came back, the old one was back on. Explain that. Someone put the collar on. Tricksters. <laughs> <laughs> I think these trickter- tricksters might be teenagers. <laughs> so they tell us all of this stuff. And then they have another dude come on and tell us the same fucking things. Like it was like, okay, we're telling you a story. Now we're going to show you pictures of stuff that's been typed out describing what we just said. Yeah. <laughs> Again, here's you our can notes. Cut some stuff out. I, I believe you. Two hours. I just, and they keep saying trickster incidents over <laughs> <laughs> Just funny goofs. Oh, that trickster. We get to the one lady who I feel for. She's witnessed stuff, and two other people that she knows that witnessed stuff with her or just were connected to her ended up with cancer. Her only concern is if all this stuff that people are witnessing is real or if it's just the government, which that's understandable. It's a valid she concern. She answers. She thinks that it's all real. And then we get into wormhole shit, but it's definitely not the government. Yeah, they think that it's like an alternate, like... Uh, I don't know what they, yeah, they, they want like a portal to open up, but like, are we talking about aliens? Or are we talking, like, what is happening here? I, I couldn't follow like what it's supposed to be. Yeah, because it's like not cohesive at all. It's no, just it's jump, really jump, not. Jump, yeah, it's just so much potential and no fulfillment. Yeah. Yeah, they try so hard to keep pressing that this couldn't possibly be the government. I, I don't buy that. To make it clear, we trust doctors and scientists, not the government. That's totally different. Oh, absolutely. 1,000%. And then there's more tricksters. Someone put their cattle in a trailer, which that one, I I liked that one. I like that he was like, they were, well, okay, they weren't even like cat, like they were the, they were bulls. Yeah. And they were like, there were four mean bulls. Like, there's no way they would have been able to hurt a man. Picture of them looking angry at these like (laughs) fucking cows. I I I liked that it looked like a two-headed one. (laughs) I opened the trailer and they looked dazed. It's like they're fucking cows. (laughs) They have no thought process. Well, and and I like that he was like trying to emphasize the point that like the door had never been opened and there were still cobwebs and bull- like, how can there be cobwebs if you opened it to get the cattle <laughs> out like and he's like it took us four hours to herd them out of the trailer and into their pen and it they were in that for like they disappeared into the trailer in like an hour so it's not possible that someone got them in there and it's just none of that like not to mention like who's to say that you're not just making shit up like the um god what is that one family the amityville one yes like what's to say you're not just making stuff up to get like fame and notoriety like i don't buy that there were cobwebs still on it (laughs) i don't buy that the cows just somehow 
went into a portal and ended up in the trailer. <laughs> they were dazed. <laughs> Maybe the cows got high. <laughs> I don't know. Also, can we talk about like the whole like head of cattle? Like, it reminded me of this like episode of small town murder that i listened to recently where they were trying to decide what head of cattle meant like (laughs) is it like each cow is a head of cattle or is it like a certain number is a head of cattle like a group like a group and then they were joking about like just heads of cows (laughs) well then they talked in this like they had like 14 cows or something and a bunch of them disappeared so then they only had four yeah, and so they were worried about losing more because, of, you know, they were, like, talking about how those bulls were so expensive and, like, they were well-bred, and so they were worried about losing them, and then, like, they disappeared after, like, an hour after they were talking about that. And so <laughs> yeah. they, thought, they thought the tricksters, like, thought it would be funny to steal the cows, but then they found them in the trailer and yada, yada, yada. And, yeah, so I'm like... As much as they talked about, they didn't talk about, hey, we went and checked to make sure there was no holes in the fence or something they could have slipped out of. It was just, they're gone. They disappeared. Somebody took them. Four cows. (laughs) Sorry, four bulls. So we go back to the woman we had talked to previously. We talked to her son, and I thought she said her son had cancer. We talked about this. Yes, we did. And I am not sure. She may have just said that he was undergoing chemo, but... I sure since she had two people connected to her had cancer, but he reveals he has MS, which it's not cancer. No. And he is, you know, just like, I'm the only one in my family. Yeah, he's talking, he's young and healthy. He doesn't know how he could have developed it, which if you look into there's it. There's no family history, and it's like, yeah. there's not typically family history of MS. You look into it, it can occur at any age, and he's in the age group where it was most most likely to develop. So, I don't know. It sucks, but maybe it's not linked. Also, did they have a dog crying through that whole interview? Because yes. it was driving me crazy. Or maybe it was just, like, dramatic effect. I don't, I don't know. know. I, I feel like I sound heartless when I talk about this, but it doesn't show any proof other than just bad luck. Right. Well, and, and that, like I was talking about earlier, like, I mean, statistically, a lot of people get cancer. Yeah. It's, you're going to know several people in your life who develop cancer. It's just something, it's a fact of life. Like, you're getting older, like, people around you, cancer. Yeah. Like, it wasn't this rare thing that happens. So, Bigelow eventually sells off the ranch to some mysterious new owner who doesn't want to be shown. I like how they filmed him with, like, the voice thing, mm-hmm. and then, like, it was no head but like the rest of his body and his yeah. hands it made me think of like the dr claw from like inspector gadget it's <laughs> just like oh he's a villain march of last year the dude came out so it's not like they made it seem like it's gonna be elon musk or something <laughs> yeah, like, it was a, not that big of a deal his name's brandon fugel and he's a utah real estate tycoon so it's just another real estate dude why did they have guns? I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, because they're walking, or they're not even walking. They're driving around in the back of trucks and stuff with guns. What are you doing? Yeah, like, <laughs> are you going to shoot the trickster? <laughs> Goddamn trickster. <laughs> Go after the cows. They're finding that dire wolf. All this leads us to meeting Robbie Williams. 
I was so I was so confused because it shows they're like all sitting around a fire and it's like a bunch of dudes in a like semicircle all sitting in weird chairs for an outdoor campfire or whatever <laughs> and they're all sitting there talking and then like you know it interviews like the first two guys and then it like pans over and it's like Robbie Williams singer slash musician I'm like what the fuck does this have to do with Utah and the paranormal if you don't know who Robbie Williams is he's fucking big in the UK yeah why is he in the US the only reason I know about it was that weird video he had probably like 20 years ago or something the music video where he's like singing and then his skin falls off (laughs) do you remember that I don't oh my god I was telling my husband about it too and he was just staring at me I was like I know this isn't some weird dream I had I couldn't tell you the song I remember that music video though because it just seemed like this normal little pop song and then it was like oh why is the skin falling off (laughs) his muscles and he's just a skeleton yeah it just Robbie Williams no why idea is why. he in the bum fuck of Utah? Yeah. <laughs> like why, why is he being interviewed for this? He's so famous. Why is he in this film? Bum fuck middle of Utah. Just, it, yeah, that was like one of the weirdest things about this whole documentary. Just Robbie Williams. And then after that, there's that's about it. We don't get any evidence from any of this other than just witness accounts and some pictures. So I don't know. Didn't change my mind about anything. And, like, all the cow mutilations, like, they, you know, they talked about how, first of all, I don't know why they were fucking poking it with a knife, but also it was, like, hilarious that they were poking it with a knife and, like, talking about how, like, this cow's ear was cut off with a sharp (laughs) instrument. It's like, bro, you're holding a sharp instrument and you're poking it at this cow and just, like, do we really need to, like... in the desert. There's wild animals everywhere. They're going to eat your cattle. It's 60 pounds of meat was taken off. Well, yeah, they're fucking hungry, bro. <laughs> like, they're going to eat your cows. And especially, like, they were talking about, like, the the calf and the mother and, like, how the mother was wounded and, like, the calf, you know, was, like, just, like, eviscerated. Well, I don't, yeah, you know, wild animals, they're going to go after the weakest link, which is the babies. Yeah, it just... They never really got that much into the government stuff, which you're opening this up talking about government, and then you really don't explore that. They had a lot of acronyms, though, for, like, all oh these God, secret yeah. things. And they weren't even that good. No. <laughs> what was the NIDS? I like NIDS. <laughs> NIDS. <laughs> Nerds and Discovery. <laughs> Just kidding, that wasn't Son. it. <laughs> Yeah, there's not really much here. Last podcast on the left, they've covered Skinwalker Ranch. I know it was multiple episodes. And also, look, I know you're asking, Ghost Hunter Ghost Adventures did go to Skinwalker Canyon. <laughs> not the ranch, the canyon. So apparently, uh, Brandon's not too welcoming for them. Really? It was just, this just... didn't need to be made. No, it really didn't. And, like, when I was looking, like, to watch it, I mean, there's a lot of... There's a show. Yeah, there's a show, and... Like, I think they're, like, about to release a second season of it, which I'm like, how is this any different from, like, They made a two-hour... They made a two-hour documentary about, like, nothing. Like, and... I'm wondering what's different from this movie than what was in the book of the same name obviously not evidence 
I want to see some fucking actual, like, real... And they even said, like, they couldn't get things on camera. And, like, they well, that, like they were like, you have to spend a long time here if you want to witness something. Okay, like, no one has that much time, dude. Like, the film evidence they had was, like, what military has released. Yeah. That's, which are, like, lights and shit. Like, yeah. And then they talked about, like, how they kept hearing, like, it sounded like machinery coming from the ground. And I'm like... Have you talked to a geologist or something? Maybe it's on a weird plate moving around or... Yeah, like, it's... It's the middle of Utah, okay? <laughs> like, it's just... There's no fucking aliens visiting you. The only There's part that, no tricksters. The only part that caught my attention was they were, like, seeing faces through the window. I was like, yeah, Beatrice. I was like, yeah, She's that's... resting. <laughs> She's had a long day. God. So, yeah. Definitely, it took me a long time to get through this. Yeah. I do not recommend, although, pause it at the right moment, and you will appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, this is very long. We got it out of the way. I want I, a real good I one. Apologize. <laughs> I apologize. I was excited at the idea of, like, aliens or whatever. Like, yeah, normally, I, when I'm watching these, I'm, like, constantly pausing, taking notes. This one, I was up walking around, like... Just so much talking. Dude, I fell asleep halfway through. <laughs> and I had to pause it and come back. It's like, it's like okay, I can't keep my eyes open. It's bad. But we'll, we'll have to find, like, a good alien one. I think that that one, was it Netflix that's coming? Or no, it was. I know Showtime had one. There's one I remember talking about with you. There's, there's an alien one coming soon. And we'll do that one. But this one was shit. Don't yeah. watch it. No, don't watch it. I think it was rated a 4.4, which, that's generous. <laughs> yeah, like, that is not... I feel like they may have rated themselves as well as writing their autobiography. The is, like, sitting at an 8%. And that's a great movie. How was that worse? Just, it was, it was bad. I'm sorry. You pick the next one. It's all on you this time. <laughs> don't kind of, don't put that juju on me. <laughs> Be responsible for other people. I'll just blame it on the tricksters. <sighs> These fucking tricksters. <laughs> I haven't heard that word in so long. It was just. It's my new favorite word. Yeah. Tricksters. <laughs> Anything else you wanted to add? No. It's just. It was bad. <laughs> I'm glad we at least did this one. It was short so we could watch Love After Lockup. For yes. Three hours. Four was it hours. only three? It was like four hours of like Love After Lockup. Yeah. Now we're caught up, so now we don't know what to do. Um, Google and find out more behind the scenes <laughs> information about what happens in Love After Lockup or go back and watch season one. Oh my god, that was like three years ago. Um, which just means <laughs> that there's more shit that's happened, like people dying. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, I gotta go. Yeah, we, we need to end this so we can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we'll be back next week. Bye! Bye!